Welcome to Conversations with Irvine City Council Member Larry Agron. I'm your host, Mike Kaspar, and we're joined today by Irvine City Council Member Larry Agron to talk about the January 11th Irvine City Council meeting and some of the items that were discussed and acted on at the meeting. Larry, Happy New Year. Happy New Year to uh, to you, Mike. Good to be with you. Thank you. Well, January 11th, Irvine City Council meeting, what were some of the more notable things that occurred? Well, it was an interesting meeting, a number of relatively small items, but uh, upbeat items and uh, worth talking about. The first was uh, the expansion of our Diversity, Equity, and Inclusion Committee to turn that uh, ad hoc committee into a permanent committee for the city, a standing committee. And I was, of course, supportive of that. And its purpose is to foster and uh, promote uh, the kind of diversity uh, and inclusion that has made Irvine noteworthy, not just here in Southern California, uh, not just statewide, but uh, nationally. Uh, Irvine is now statistically the most diverse and thoroughly integrated city in the United States of America. We've been on a path to do that for a number of years, and we have uh, accomplished that goal. And now, of course, the point is to continue to foster the kind of thoroughly integrated planned community that has uh, created a community of real harmony and inclusion of everyone in the benefits of our city. Well, let's explore the origins of the uh, the action that you took to, to make this a standing committee of diversity, equity, and inclusion. And I know these roots go um, fairly far back in the history of Irvine to your time as mayor. Let's talk a little bit about the history behind all of this. There was real history made here in Irvine. In 1988 and 89, when I was the first directly elected mayor, we proceeded to establish a human rights committee that in turn led to a human rights ordinance. And that ordinance, which was adopted, I believe, in 1988, uh, provided for the most uh, comprehensive civil rights legislation in a municipality at that time. It prohibited discrimination based on race, color, creed, national origin, disability, and discrimination was also barred against gays and lesbians. Sexual orientation was included, and that was uh, adopted uh, by our city council at my urging at that time. And that Discrimination was barred in, of course, city hiring and employment, in hiring and employment uh, in the private sector as well. It was uh, barred uh, when it came to housing, and that discrimination was barred when it came to public accommodations. Uh, It was a sweeping human rights ordinance at that time, and it allowed us to make remarkable progress over ensuing decades. Here we are 30, 35 years later, and uh, even though uh, the city has made tremendous progress, there are still problems. And so the idea of having a standing committee to monitor our continuing progress and to deal with any setbacks in 
matters of employment, uh, housing, public accommodations. It's called diversity, equity, and inclusion because not only do we want people included uh, in all aspects of public life here in the city, but we want them included on an equitable basis so that it addresses questions of poverty and other bars to full inclusion and enjoyment of the benefits of living in the city of Irvine. So it's an important committee. I'm glad to see it's been made a standing committee. And instead of being just five members, five appointees, there are going to be seven, and it will be fully staffed in a way that allows us to continue to make remarkable progress here in the city of Irvine. Well, Larry, I imagine you must feel um, particularly heartened by this development in that when the human rights ordinance was passed back 30, 35 years ago, my recollection is there was an awful lot of pushback uh, at the time, and it's a measure of how far we've come, isn't it, that uh, this is now where we are? It is a, a measure of how far we've come. There was tremendous backlash at the time. I mean, can you imagine uh, a municipality barring discrimination against gays and lesbians, barring discrimination on the basis of sexual orientation, applying that to private businesses as well as public hiring and all the rest and to housing it uh, it produced quite a quite a backlash but we saw it through actually it cost me an election i was running for re-election in 1990 and this was a major issue and it cost me enough to cost me that that election it's a real testament to the the power of what you are talking about larry that it is now a calling card for the city of Irvine. This diversity that you speak of is something that people are seeking out and want to be a part of. Absolutely. Uh, the diversity, the fully integrated nature of our community, it is a calling card. It is a big positive. People of goodwill want to move to Irvine to be part of this kind of harmonious thoroughly integrated, diverse, wonderful community. I get it, they get it, and we're living it. Well, Larry, I understand there was another item on tonight's agenda, and it had to do with badminton. Tell us a little bit about what that entails. Yes, very interesting. Uh, you know, Irvine's a sports-crazy town, and we have provided sports facilities all kinds at the Great Park, in our community parks. Uh, throughout Irvine. We missed a couple. Of course, there's increasing popularity of a sport called pickleball, but uh, even more popularity of a uh, sport people are probably a little bit familiar with, badminton, which is uh, apparently enjoyed by folks worldwide and enjoyed by uh, folks of multiple communities with ethnic uh, backgrounds that uh, differ here in the city of Irvine. A group of uh, badminton uh, players, uh, mostly uh, the Chinese community here in Irvine, lamented that we simply do not have indoor badminton courts. They came to me and to other council members, and lo and behold, we put it on the agenda and have begun to I identify wonderful possible interim venues, as well as uh, start 
to think about a permanent venue. It's a terrific sport for people of all ages. And we definitely have to get more badminton courts uh, in town, public courts that would be available. I suggested a number of possibilities, uh, cooperating with the schools, but also uh, using hangars out at the Great Park, a variety of other possibilities that are being explored. Uh, We had a great presentation by the community itself, and the council was very enthusiastic about it and voted five to zero to give direction to staff to make this happen. I'm hoping that within the next six months to a year, we'll have some interim facilities, and then we can start planning for a longer term as well. And for the devotees of pickleball, this could become uh, part of the story. Is that correct? Yes. One of the things I learned was that uh, pickleball, which is growing in popularity and uh, for which we do not have enough courts uh, in the city available to the public, I was happy to learn that the dimensions of a badminton court are precisely the same dimensions as a pickleball court. We could actually address both shortcomings here if we're uh, smart about it. Well, thank you, Larry. Well, thank you, Mike. To find out more about Councilmember Agron and to listen to previous podcasts, go to councilmemberlarryagron.org. Until next time, thanks for listening.